Happy Monday! Everyone's on the IL. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the LineStar app. It is me, it's KC Bubba, and it's you, and we're breaking down all things MLB DFS on the program today. We've got a great show for you, as always. Uh, you're welcome, everybody. I got some really nice uh, messages and text uh, how on Thursday and Friday last week we won some people some money. I like that. I know we gave away from free swag. So if you're just finding the show right now, where the hell have you been? Otherwise, welcome back. And you can subscribe to the On Deck podcast for Line Start DFS wherever you get your podcast. That means iTunes. That means Google. That means Stitcher. That means iHeart. It means, like I said, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I mean, come on, stay with it. Come on, people. We got a quick show here for you, as always. And if you want to know when it drops, the best way to do it is subscribe. That way you get that little notification. Ding. You know exactly when the show starts and when you could start working on them lineups. And Casey Bubba, it was a wacky and wild weekend of Major mm-hmm. League Baseball. We had some awesome moments like Louis Robert. We had some fun with that whole, you know, 10th inning man on second base rule, which I absolutely love, which I know I'm in the minority, but I don't care. They <laughs> great. It's like sudden death baseball. It's like the penalty kick version of baseball, and I can't get enough of it. It was like in the Mets Braves game, there were four runs scored, I feel like, in that one inning, <laughs> which was awesome. And, um, well, there were a few injuries, and um, everyone on the Marlins is sick. So uh, how are you, my friend? How are you recouping from the wacky weekend that was? Yeah, I'm doing well because I'm healthy, thank goodness. But um, (laughs) it was was an awesome weekend just to have baseball back when you can just kind of peel away the other stuff for a few minutes there. But, yeah, it was great. We saw, like you said, Lubov goes deep. Uh, Nelson Cruz is not 40. I don't believe him. Uh, There's so many things that that was fun to watch with baseball and then a lot of injuries and other things to, to deal with and you know we're, we're here recording on a monday morning and the game gets canceled this is like we said last week things are going to happen every day kershaw gets scratched strasburg gets a nerve and it's going to be a wacky 2020 yeah and this is why we also said that look we're going to be doing the show monday through friday this year because last year we did the friday show we would record and drop as a weekend preview for saturday sunday dude we cannot get more than a couple hours outside of a game yep. let alone a, a day so look it's just it's this is the best thing we can do. And, you know, if, if you're new to DFS, you have to understand this. You're going to have to manage this almost like you would NBA DFS, which is yes. if you don't have the fortitude, the time, whatever you want to call it, to actually pay attention to lineups and who's in, and who's out up until game time, then you might want to reconsider what kind of investment you're making. And if you're making an investment, make sure you make it in line star app as well, because that is a tool that is absolutely going to help you. Uh, set your lineups, make everything work for you on a, just a whole new level. It's the best tool site out there. And we don't just don't mean about us being tools, me and Bubba, because we are. Uh, <laughs> but look, it, we're tools in the best fun possible sense of the way. So let's do a little fly around real quick. So Justin Verlander, obviously the biggest news of the weekend. They said it was an elbow. Now saying it's a forearm strain. But Bubba, I mean, we've been here before. Let me see if I get this right, Bo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to project it to the future. It's a forearm strain. 
and maybe he's going to try to get some, I don't know, some platelet, uh, you know, injection thing. And then uh, six weeks later, it's Tommy John. Does that sound about right? Like, I feel like that's the story. It's usually par for the course. You hear forearm strength. It usually leads to that good old TJ surgery. But uh, he's older. So we've seen with older pitchers, usually if they cut on him, it's over. So he might try to do the rehab approach like a Tanaka, like a Cueto along those lines, which I'm never comfortable with, period. But he's already come out and said that that's a false accusation. He doesn't have an injury. He's just going to take a couple starts off. Either way, I don't believe it. I'm a little worried, though, because earlier in this year, you saw some other things breaking down a little bit. And this happens sometimes. I mean, the guy's, you know, approaching 40. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, as someone who's already 40, I could tell you, you wake up sometimes and like you don't, you, you, you know, and you're young, you go, oh, I know why that hurts. And the next, you know, when you're 40, you wake up, you go, what the hell? Why is that hurt? I have yeah, no idea. I didn't why. even know like, I had that. I <laughs> right. That muscle doesn't even exist. I didn't even realize I had that. So with Verlander, like this is going to be tricky. Kluber was not good. Obviously, that no. that's a bad one, too, with the shoulder issue. So mm-hmm. not good. It looks like the Indians made the right decision there. Keep it Carrasco instead because he looked phenomenal awesome. in his first outing. And uh, who you know who did not look phenomenal is Shohei Otani. He showed himself to the dugouts, what he did. Yeah, thank you. Casey Bob will be here all week. Oh, my goodness, dude. Like, couldn't get one out, bro. Bro, one out, bro. Bad. Not good. Like, I know he's rusty, but, like, there's rust, and then I feel like there's buried alive, and I feel like he got buried alive. Anything else from this weekend that kind of popped your attention you want to drop before we look at uh, tonight's slate? Top of my head, no. It was just fun to have baseball back and kind of enjoy looking at box scores and lineups, like doing the DFS thing when lineups come out and kind of adjusting. Because, like you said, you need to pay attention more than ever. And like this show is to get you an idea, first look at things. So as lineups come out, you got to adjust like everybody else and things are going to change throughout the day. So uh, yeah, very cool stuff. All right. So let's get after it. So an oddity, uh, and we were talking about right before the show this morning, like look at DraftKings. You actually have the six o'clock games on DraftKings in the main slate, which is not something you get. So once again, you've got to pay attention. This is a brave new world we're in. There's also going to be some potential rain issues. Like, look, let's just, Bear with us. We got you covered. Take a deep breath. Everything's going to be fine. Breathe in, breathe out, but don't breathe out on me unless you're wearing a mask, please. Okay, (laughs) so let's get after it. Let's start here with the Washington Nationals. We got Annabelle Sanchez against Trent Thornton. Uh, I don't have too much interest in either of these two pitchers. I'm sure Bubba doesn't either, but I don't want to speak for you. Uh, Looking at this lineup, though, especially over on the FanDuel side, we always like to pop out some of those uh, values. We've got Adam Eaton. Hit 2.9, hitting in the two hole in this lineup. Castro's at 2.5. Kendrick's 2.6. There's some cheap bats here tonight, including Victor Robles, all the way at the bottom at 2.7 against Thornton. Now, look, Thornton's not the worst pitcher in the world, but let's be honest. I mean, that's an incredible value here on the Nats side of this game. On the other side, value there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at 2.8. I feel like, like we always say this, FanDuel is looser. But I feel like they're really loose right now to start the season two, even in the early games, not even the late ones, because I feel like they're just trying to get people out there playing again and have some fun. So take advantage of this. Bubba, any other things to take away from this game besides on the FanDuel side, some cheap bats? Because outside of that, I don't know how thrilled I am about this one. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about it. I think you made a good point. Uh, we, we mentioned last week how the late night games, they go cheaper. I think they're going cheaper here because, you know, DraftKings is the one game they don't have. And there is value here. Almost all these guys below 3K. Um, a couple other names I'll throw out there if you want to get real weird with a stack and you, or you just want to punt something. Andrew Stevenson's been starting. He's got a little bit of pop. He's been starting versus right into pitching. He's 2100 bucks if you want to go there. Uh, but otherwise, I'm kind of staying away from this one. I like I like Thornton, just not tonight. 
Yeah. Free squares. That's what we call those guys. Yep. The free. I love the free square. They're the best. Yes. All right. Let's move over to the 640 games here. We got John Lester uh, at 8.6 on FanDuel. Wade Miley at 6.8. Uh, Lester was a hot mess last year. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I was shocked. I, I'll take the bad beat on that one. I was wrong about that. Kyle Hendricks Woodruff last week. I thought for sure I was on the Woodruff side. I picked the side. Bubba was smarter than me. He's like, I'm staying away from it. Bubba was right. I was wrong. Eh, this is the fun. This is the fun you have sometimes. Uh, but in this one, uh, what pops your eye here? Uh, obviously very expensive for the Cubs bats. You got Chris Bryant at 5'5", five, five, Rizzo at 5'7". So those guys are huge, huge price tag. So I feel like those guys are basically unusable here unless you, <laughs> you really want to get involved. Um, what are your takeaways here from the Reds Cubs game? Because this is another one now with Moustakas out of this lineup too. I mean, I see Aquino is 2.5. If you want to roll the dice there, potentially against the lefty Castellanos at 3-4 on FanDuel, Suarez at 3-4, also decent values in the middle of that order. That I can get behind. But also keep in mind, Senzel uh, not feeling well either. So I would think he's unlikely for this game tonight too. Yeah, it's, it's a game where you expect a lot of offense because the pitching is not ideal, but the pricing is pretty strong here. So you have to, have to find value elsewhere. I don't mind the Cubs at all versus Miley. I think the Reds, they stay hot. Like Suarez and Castellanos are two bats. I love the target versus lefties, so I don't mind their price tags, especially on FanDuel, and they're not too bad on DK. Uh, the only value I'd really look at here with a lefty on the mound for Cincinnati, uh, watch the lineup. Steven Sousa Jr. is 2100 bucks, and he is uh, sneaky nice for left-handed pitching. Yeah, I'm going to go with one more guy in the Cubs on the FanDuel side is Ian Happ at 2.6. Yes. It's another guy, too, who's got power, good matchup there, good ballpark, all the things fall into place. All right, let's talk about the Braves, who uh, pounded the Mets in the submission last night. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I don't know how that's going <laughs> to you know, they kind of exploded those first two games were really quiet for the Braves offense until, of course, uh, you know, Edwin Diaz rolls into town. And the next thing you know, <laughs> you know everything gets uh, going for them. Uh, but then obviously the bats came alive last night if you watch that game. But you got Tyler Glass now tonight uh, and the Tampa Rays. So 9.7 for Glass now. Fulton Evich at 8K. Fulton Evich's uh, start was not good last time uh, in that preseason start. He did not look good. Uh, we'll see if that carries over. He is all the way at 10.3 on DK. Glass now just 8.9 on DK. Um, I'm kind of rubbing my eyes on that one, dude, because that looks like a, a an immediate go-to in my eyes. I don't care how much the ownership percentage is. I want in on Glass now at that price on DK. That's nuts. It, for me, it's just tough because I don't know how many pitches he's going to throw. How many innings he's going to throw? I don't care. Well, because he, he, <laughs> he showed up late to camp. I don't even know if he makes five is the problem. And at that point, it gets rough. But I get what you're saying. He could strike out the world at 8900 bucks. I, I was going to say, at 8.9, I think I'll take like five innings and, and 10 Well, if it's, five innings, I'm, if it's five innings, I'm happy. I just want to make sure he gets to five because they have such good pitching in Tampa. They can baby him like they did with Snell. Snell went two innings yesterday. So stuff along those lines. Would you? So would you just steer clear completely away from it or would you play it in a GPP? If you're GPP, like at least three max or more. Like if you're doing a single entry, okay. I'd stay away. That's but, fair. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're putting more at it, I see the upside because the upside is huge, and that's what you want in GPP. So I'm with you there. Again, and this is why we're different than the other shows out there. We're not like the other girls, okay? <laughs> because this is the kind of conversation you need to be having. And uh, again, this is a very simple thing. You listen mm -hmm. to on deck, you get your little pad and paper out, or your your typing device, whatever you got going on here. And you take down the notes of what we're saying. You go and you take it, you apply it, you build lineups, and you win money. I mean, it's 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 actually not that hard. Uh, on the brave side of this one, if you want to go contrarian a little bit here against Glass now and the Rays, if you think they're going to get into that bullpen, do you want 
to go for Ozuna, let's say, or Albies who's swinging a hot bat right now. You have to pay for them on DK, obviously, but on the FanDuel side, Ozuna's still just 3.2 and so is Albies. So they're still pretty, you know, I would say fairly priced considering what kind of weekend those two had. They are fairly priced. I don't mind playing them. I think they'll be super low owned because of A, the glass. Now B, the Tampa Bay bullpen's not a joke either. Like they have this really good pitching. So I just kind of steer clear of Tampa Bay to begin with. I think there's other spots on this slate that I'll take my chances. Tampa Bay not being, or uh, the Braves bats not being one of them. I'd rather actually get some of the Tampa bats in this one. All right. On this next one here, Adrian Hauser at 8.3 on DK against the Pirates and Steven Brault. He is just 6K on FanDuel. Uh, dude, I mean, Hauser was really good last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, people don't realize, like, he kind of got lost in the shuffle of things. And the Pirates are not a good baseball team. Let's just be honest. Like, you know, I know they're going to win some games. It's like Detroit won. You know, Detroit won a game. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> things are going to happen. It's baseball. No one's going to go 0 and 60 here. Uh, but at the same time, I think you have to take your shots when you get it. And, man, I mean, six for Adrian Hauser allows mm-hmm. you, I mean, I think there's a good path to a win here. Uh, decent strikeout to walk ratio always for Hauser and look at basically allows you to just get whatever bat you want um is this too good to be true or are you with me where you think it's worth pounding here I'm 100% with you I liked him at 8300 on DraftKings 6k on FanDuel is just uh, criminal just, to me it's absurd well I told you yeah, FanDuel is right. trying to I feel like FanDuel is trying to get everybody out there playing like hey yeah. look at us look what we yeah. got we got candy yeah. in the van kids come on in the van we got candy and kittens and all kinds of things yeah. look at the puppies oh they're so cute Follow the bright light. Follow it. It's over yeah. here. <laughs> exactly. And then, but I mean, look, Hauser, and if you want to stack, you can. Yep. You, you can go with here at 3.3 on FanDuel along with him. Uh, Lorenzo Kane 2.9. Even Yelich is 4.4. Four. Yep. It's not, I mean, geez, you can go for that top of that and just go ride the Brewers against Stephen Brault and the Pirates. And, you know, that bullpen's a disaster too. I, I don't know, man. This this feels pretty good. I would love it even more if it was in Milwaukee. But yes. still, even though it's on the road, I think it's too tempting not to pass up. And look, uh, and or to pass up, I should say, but you make a good point. 8.3 on DK. It's a really good value there too. Yep. And that's kind of where I pivot off of glass now is to an Adrian Hauser type. Yeah. And look, I think you're absolutely right there. I mean, look, on the FanDuel side, you, you can't not do it. But look, if you're doing the multi-entries, like you were saying on glass yep. now, there's your pivot pitcher on DK. You have Glass now at eight nine, Hauser at eight three. You you do one lineup of Glass now. You do a couple with Hauser just to have that little differential in the GPP with the multi entry. And I think you're good. Anything else in this one? Any, any pirates I can interest you in today? Hmm? No, they're going to be super low owned. If you're doing like twenty max, if you want to throw one out there, sure, because they're super cheap with Colin Moran and Josh Bell and company. But I'm usually sticking clear of that. Well, Josh Bell ain't cheap on DK. He's five no. <laughs> like, but on the column brands, like below 3k on DK, he's, um, he's definitely, he's only 2,600 on, um, on FanDuel and he's batting cleanup. So he started off pretty hot this past weekend. So something to keep in mind. All right, let's go on to the Yankees and Phillies here. Jake Arietta, who has been just dreadful Ooh. against Jay Happ. Uh, get your pocketbooks out boys yep. and girls, because I think this is it. I, <laughs> let me tell you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on DK, it's expensive. I'm not going to lie. Torres is five, three Stanton's five, eight judges, four, nine LeMay. He's four, seven. Look, yeah, you really got to go up for the middle of the order, but dare I say it's worth it. And on the FanDuel side, if you've got a Hauser as a pitcher, this is, this is cake because yep. Stanton is three, eight Torres is three, two. The like, most expensive one is judge at four, one in this whole lineup. The rest of this Yankee lineup on, on FanDuel is a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Hicks is 2-7, Voigt's 2-7, Gary Sanchez is 3. 
Oh my goodness, dude. I mean, I would start LeMahieu and just go straight through one through four and then give me Adrian Hauser tonight and <laughs> like it just, mm-hmm. just roll. Yeah, you can game stack this one because Hap's no – I'm not a big fan there either with like Harper and Hoskins, Real Muto. And Didi it's a good hits, home run ballpark. Yeah, DD hits lefties very well. You could totally game stack this one. Obviously, we want the Yankee side of this. But, man, that ballpark against this suspect pitching, this has a recipe for like just disaster for pitching and uh, big, big bats. So I'm with you there. If I was going to do this, I would do one through four Yankees, and then the other side of this game, I would do Real Muto, Segura, Didi. That, yep. I think, is the sweet spot of this lineup. Don't pay for Hoskins and Harper. Instead, go 4-5-6, 3-3 Real Muto on fan duels. Gene Segura is 2-7. Didi's 3-3. I think that's a yep. nice approach there. And Didi's swinging a hot bat. So, yep. you know, I, there was, there's a couple guys that, you know, I've been saying all year, like, there's, they're pivotal to the success of certain teams. Trevor Bauer was one of them. I said, look, if you like the Wrens win total, then you have to believe Trevor Bauer is going to be good. Because if he's not, then they're an under this year. And so far, so good for Trevor Bauer. And the other guy was D.D. Gregorius was on that list, too, who's been Mm -hmm. so far so good. But I think one of those weird pivotal pieces, if he bottomed out, I think it put a strain on the Phillies that they don't need because they've already got strains on the pitching side. By the way, Spencer Howard's going to be making his uh, Major League debut Friday. So that didn't take long. Uh, So we'll be talking about him later this week. But, yeah, I I think you're right. Game stacking this one on both sides sounds like uh, the way to go here, too. Also, um, just curious, you know, how bad that Philly bullpen is, too. I know you had to lay 129 to win 100 there, but what do you think of the Yankees tonight on this one? For a yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's good. If you want to take their team total over, I don't even know what it is, but it sounds good to me already. <laughs> so uh, just, just run with it. Like Arietta, uh, people, I might I be able to throw harder than Arietta right now. Let's I can't, I can't disagree with that. I just can't. It's like BP, man. The, the yep. dude's been throwing BP for a while now. All right, let's move on to the next one here at 710. We've got uh, Houston Astros who have got an opening for a starting job. <laughs> Josh James is going to be starting tonight. Six, seven for him. Kendall Graveman, five, seven. That's the FanDuel pricing on DK. Kendall Graveman's four, nine. Josh James is eight, six. You know, same kind of story. If you want the big time guys on DK, you got to pay over 5K for the top of the order. So if you want, you can pivot to the middle instead. Four, five, six, Brantley, Guriel, Correa. If you want to go that route, um, you can even go with Josh Reddick and, and uh, Kyle Tucker to lower in this lineup, both lefties against Graveman on the fan duel side of things, much more inexpensive, but still you get basically a thousand dollar discount from the top three guys to the four, five, six guys. So you have to make that adjustment here. What are your thoughts on Kyle Lewis? Who's just 2.9 right now, swinging a hot bat. You know, we like to ride streaks on this show because baseball is a streaky game. And right now Kyle Lewis is on a hot streak. 2.9 over on FanDuel is pretty cheap against Josh James. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, I'm, I'm with you if, if you're playing GPP because I think Josh James is another good option to use tonight for value at pitching because Seattle's offense doesn't scare me. But Shedlong, Kyle Lewis, they're both swinging very consistent bats, so those would be guys to look at there. The thing with Kyle Lewis, it's all or nothing. He either goes deep or he has, like, I think he has six or seven Ks already this season. So uh, pick your poison there. But I agree. He, he's interesting, good GPP action. If you want to get like Seager and White are also swinging it well when it comes to power. So if you want to get uh, different in a GPP, sure. I think uh, Josh James is another decent option on the mound tonight. Yeah, I would stay away from him in cash games as well. I just don't think yeah. it's a good investment. One one more thing. You mentioned Michael Brantley. He's only $3,300 on DraftKings, and that is just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I'm looking at it. I'm thinking there's a, literally almost – there's a $2,000 variance between yeah. George Springer and Michael Brantley. Yeah. And look, I'm, I'm just, I'm, you know, just I'm not saying he's a good of a player, but in any right given point. one. Right. But I mean, yeah, lefty, righty, hit and clean up. 
any given you know night, Michael Brantley can be the same player George Springer is from a stat point of view. If you're so playing like, cash, you play Brantley. He's average, he's got eight or more points in every game so far this year. Yeah, the, the, the dudes, you know, like when you talk about underrated hitters in baseball, like that's always a guy that pops to me. It's like, yeah, Michael Brantley. Like nobody talks about him. You know, he had some injury riddled seasons there with the Indians, but man, he's looked pretty good since he got out of Cleveland. <laughs> no doubt about it. Oh, it's pretty good to hit in the middle him of that and Drew, order, Him right? and Drew Carey leave Cleveland and big things happen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the whole Marlins going forward. So game's canceled for today. I mean, how? I don't know how they're going to get. You think they're going to get the taxi squad ready by tomorrow? Like, you think this is all going to be all right? I have a feeling the taxi squad's already en route to Miami. I guess that's why they're not. That's why they don't train at the same facilities for this reason to separate them. It's going to be. Uh, we're going to be stacking Baltimore if that takes place. I'm just going to say that right now. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm into the uh, tomorrow if and when we get that word. Give me Hayes. Yep. Give me uh, Ruiz, Santander. Maybe we'll get drunk together, do a couple shots, and have some Chris Davis shares. Who knows? Could get crazy. Oh, wow. Don't tip me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, let's go to someone who is playing baseball. It's the Indians and White Sox. So uh, this one's at 710 Eastern tonight. We got Aaron Savale, 9-7 on DK, Dylan Cease at 9-4 uh, on the FanDuel side of this game. Big price difference. 6.3 mm-hmm. for Dylan Cease, 7.8 for Savale. Now, look, neither of these guys are are um, steady investments for sure. Uh, I'm not. This is very tempting <clears throat> to get involved here. I'm going to pass. Savale's not a big strikeout guy. I like Savale as a pitcher. I just I'm fearful because this White Sox lineup is just so stacked. And on the other side, it's kind of the same thing. It's like these are two pitchers that I don't know how long for this game they are. I like both of their upside, but I don't think I want to make an investment on the upside tonight against uh, each other. Uh, Do you have any feelings on this pitching matchup before we get to the offense? I'm 100% with you. I like both pitchers. Like if you want to max enter, sure. Cease is pretty affordable on FanDuel. Uh, Both teams can strike out quite a bit, but and no Eloy Jimenez might help. But overall, I, I'm kind of worried about the uh, these offenses can just go nuts. Yeah, uh, and speaking of the offenses, once again, FanDuel loser. Jose Abreu, just 3K. Tim Anderson, 2.9. Grandal, 2.9. It's crazy. Robert, 2.7 right now. 2.7! That's ridiculous. I mean, ownership of him is going to be like 65%. Should be. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think it's wrong. I can say this right now. In cash games, Luis Robert at 2.7 on FanDuel, he should be 90% owned. Like, I don't care. I mean, right now, like, the dude just looks as good as we said he was good. <laughs> like, uh, and and the, the season's not long enough for people to catch up with him. So it's just uh, just not going to happen this year. So just get ready and enjoy the wild ride. Uh, what about on the Cleveland side of things here, Bob? How are you looking at this one? I, I see the appeal of stacking it up. They're affordable on FanDuel. Obviously, DraftKings, you still got to pay for the Ramirez and doors of the crew, but even Carlos Santana is not a bad idea if you want to do like that uh, four, five, six. You can. Cease is a guy that's either going to light you up or he's going to be so wild. And then you get to that White Sox bullpen and it gets fun. So he's going to paint that picture in your head on how you want to go about it. Cleveland will be low owned with upside, but I'll probably steer, steer clear tonight. You want to game stack this one too? Well, I mean, Ramirez has been hot too. I mean, if you take that Ramirez bat and, yep. and the Robert bat, I mean, this this might have a lot of offense in it potentially. This this might be. If you want to differentiate between the Phillies and Yankees one and you want to get in on a whole game, this would be the other one for me. I'm with you. And think about if you want to go narrative street, Edwin, Edwin Encarnacion E5 coming home like this. This could be a fun, fun one tonight. That's not his home. You think that you well, feel like he, played, he played a lot in Cleveland. He made a fair amount. That's where, where the parrot came from. 
I know, but the Toronto's <laughs> is home, right? Toronto's the oh. home. Oh, come on. The, the, Toronto's no oh, one's home this Cincinnati year. Cincinnati home where he used to play Toronto's third base. No and... one, that's where he got E5 from, yes. But Toronto's <laughs> no one's home. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get to the last two games here on tonight's slate. We got Mike Montgomery and the Royals taking on Michael Fulmer and the Detroit Tigers. Nico Goodrum on FanDuel, just 2.5. Another guy swinging a hot bat right now. I'm good with this. Again, the line. Yeah. I keep looking for the pitcher I want to pay up for. And and this is Not what one. the kind of point I'm making about Glass now. It's like you know what? I don't know what the pitchers you want to pay up for tonight because it doesn't really exist all that much. No, they don't. You know, this is what happens when you start the season and then you get to the you know the fourth and fifth starters. You start to get these kind of matchups where it pays to get a, like I think Adrian Hauser is the best investment. You know, just like looking around on it, I just think that's the one for me. Uh, but looking at the rest of this lineup here, you know, with Merrifield's Chief 3.0, Alberto Mondesi is just 2.8 on FanDuel. Perez is just 2.7. So you've got a lot to, you know, again, if you're looking for cheap bats. But look, there's plenty of cheap bats. This is why I keep – I think tonight is a night where you pay for offense because the pitching is going to be a crapshoot of the way the board looks tonight. Go pay for offense. Pay for the big names. Pay for the names that you think can really have the high run totals. Uh, I, this is another one where you kind of throw your hands up because it's not a good pitching matchup. So it could be a three, two game. It could be a a 10, eight game. I just don't think either of these offenses can muster that big of a total between the two of them. So I tend to fade away, but I will cherry pick the Merrifield Mondesi Goodrum at the top. Any other feelings about this one on the DK side? Maybe anything for you? Yeah. The DK side, much more appealing. If you want to go say like a Hauser and a glass, now Hauser and a James pay up a little bit. This game, if I'm not drinking, I've only had a cup of coffee today, but it has that weird feel of bad, bad bullpens that you got some value. Like CJ Cron versus a lefty always gets my attention. They have scope versus a lefty. Mondesi's cheap on DraftKings. Uh, There's a, there's a ton of uh, interesting pivots here that I think this game I'm leaning more towards the high scoring chaos game than the low scoring one. All right. Uh, that's fair. That That's absolutely fair. Uh, without a doubt. Speaking of chaos, the Mets are taking on the Red Sox here. <laughs> Our last <Anyway>. game. <laughs> Anyhow, last game of the evening, Josh, Josh Osich. I can't even say his name. Josh Osich. Josh Osich. Josh Osich. 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 Eh. Osich. Former giant. Uh, yeah, I thought it was Osage, but I, it's hard mm-hmm. to say Josh. I, don't, I can't even say it. Josh He's Osage. an ostrich. Let's have fun with it. Josh Osage, easier to say. Josh Osage. It just sounds like I'm saying Josh Osage. <laughs> Who's pitching tonight for the Red Sox? Josh Osage. What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> 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 that sounds like I'm like, let out a chihuahua. That sounds like, like, that like one of the golden girls. <laughs> like, seriously josh Ache sounds like a you know a, that's exactly like if i run over a small dog with my car i think that's the sound it makes <laughs> and then i and it's the like, oh, little, little guy uh, the chihuahua from yeah, the little chihuahua. he was the little the little taco bell dog yeah. whatever happened to him i ran him over <laughs> yeah <laughs> he went to the yokiro the bathroom oh goodness gracious all right so michael walk is gonna get the start for the mets here against that other guy and uh we've got looking at the dk side of this one uh you got to pay off for conforto at five definitely pay up for alonzo at five six and mcneil five three you got to pay up for those guys if you want them mets lineup continues to be the mets which is you know uh, they have those good moments and then the where they just go dormant and they can't score runs and it's just it's frightening uh i don't believe too much in walker though so this is another one in terms of total Hey, we like the over in this one. <laughs> if you want to take a good look at it here, um, you know, I just, it's funny because the Red Sox are the favorites in this game, 
I guess because it's at home. But geez, <laughs> like really <laughs> with that guy on the mound? I don't know. This is maybe maybe you can make some money with the Mets tonight at plus one thirteen. I don't know. Like it's crazy. I'm a self loathing Mets fan, but I think it's a little crazy that you know the Red Sox are favored in this game considering who they're throwing out there in the mound just because it's in Boston. Like the best thing for the Mets is to get out of city field right now. Um, your thoughts here on the Mets Red Sox. Uh, what do you like, if anything? Well, Osic is opening and then Zach Godley's coming in behind him. So it just gets better. And um, so, <laughs> See, I can yeah. say Zach Godley. No, yeah, there I can't you go. So, yeah, if you want to, there's a lot of offense to be had in this game. So the one thing you can do to be different, if people see Osic, the lefty starting so you could get lefty Mets backs because Godley's coming in afterwards, probably very low owned in a game that should have a lot of offense. So I'm with you there. Yeah, uh, look, a lot of offense on the board tonight. I think just generally speaking, the approach we're talking about pitchers we like. I mean, geez, you know, if Glassnow was a lock to throw five, six innings, I can I, he would be the guy. Outside of that, bro, it's rough. Like when Adrian yep. Hauser is like, the, and Josh James are the best options. You're like, this is this is what we've uh, come to right now here. And and again, this will change as you start to get staggered days and things of this nature. So just uh, stay on board with us. But look, overall tonight is a night you pay up for offense. There's a few game stacks here. The one we just talked about, Yankees Phillies. Uh, White Sox, Cleveland is another one. And the sneaky one that Bubba's pointing out might be the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. That's your GPP one, though, right? You wouldn't pay that. No, yeah, no, that's strictly get weird in a GPP. All right, just and we like to get weird here on the show. So, uh, that being said, let's get weird here with our home run calls. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to call our shot, Bubba. The whole field is yours. Who's going yard tonight for Casey Bubba? I'll stick to my uh, random GPP stack and CJ Crone's going deep. CJ Crone going. Look at you. I like how you're giving these tougher names. I've been going take kind easy of. One. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I, I, every now and then I like to take the easy one. Well, yeah, the, don't blame you there. I, I'll take the easy one. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go with Keston Hura tonight nice. against Steven Brault. How about that? I like Keston Hura go. going yard tonight. I like the Brew Crew against the lowly pirates and look i think everyone's gonna go yard in philadelphia tonight so as a side note you might want to get some shares in that one (laughs) yeah if you want the easy ones judge let's just go down the list here yeah but you know what easy doesn't make it you know just because it's easy it's right it's right you know who cares so you know you could retweet this segment too and win some swag over at line star and make sure you're following us at line star app and uh on the twitter machine you can follow us on facebook as well at line star uh so that'll do it for us today uh pretty wacky slate it's been a wacky beginning to the season but don't worry we're gonna hold your hand and talk you through it here on the program as we always do in the meantime you can follow us on twitter also personally at joe pisa pia 17 at casey bubba at line star app and line star mlb that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for casey bubba i'm joey p There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.